How much time do you want? For your progress. progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and V.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. Well, Dr. Hayes, today is, today is June 9th, 2023. Nearly half of this year is gone. And boy, oh boy, do we have a whole lot to catch up with and to talk about. And fresh off the press, I believe the count now is 37 federal charges of number 45. And it is thick and messy. What say you? Would you ever have conceived in your lifetime? And at the heels of the United States Supremacy Court, I mean Supreme Court, upholding aspects of the Voting Rights Act. Come on, ancestors, because you know 2024 is the reauthorization. Come on, ancestors and Allah. Come on, Holy Spirit the greater cloud of witnesses confine the minds of those whose imaginations are all things evil. Come on, talk, Dr. Hayes. You said it all. We we need to call on the ancestors and the gods and whoever else we can call uh, in our index of people to reach out to when we're in trouble because we on the verge of major trouble. I just have no words uh, to explain, and I'm I'm really just waiting. And, and one of the things that is also troubling to me is knowing that, and I'm going to have to talk about this state because, you know, I am a Zora Neale Hurston fan, and in her writing, she always talked about Gainesville, Florida, especially the eyes are watching God and a lot of those genres and the Everglades. And I just only imagine ever going into the Everglades only because I wanted to experience the literary geniuses of so many of, of those whose writings uh, made a lasting impression and especially Zora Neale Hurston. And, and I think about, um, you know, uh, the imagery of gator bait of using black bodies and that, that particular imagery I use in my race relations class, but it's also on display at the African American museum, that museum in Washington, DC that's shaped like the, like a ship. And so when I see this image of gator bait and what gator bait was, was uh, infants, black infants being tossed into the Florida Everglades uh, to attract alligators 
so that the alligators could then be captured and their skin could be used for capitalistic purposes of build making alligator purses and and ba- uh, shoes and belts and you name it and it and it breaks my heart to know that this is part of our not so distant history and and then we see this resurgence or if it ever left of this demonic spirit in the in, in uh, that surrounds this peninsula of florida and uh not only is the governor you know wilding out and i, I don't want to defame him because i don't want him to come and sue me because i ha- i don't have a pot to piss in on the ground to throw it on so i'm just gonna be guarded with my words but this latest uh stand your ground bulgoki that um that the life of a beautiful soul a mother for aj owens was um this this crazy ass white woman, and I have to use these expletives because that's how I feel, and there's no other choice of words in my intellectual capabilities and cognitive abilities that can articulate exactly how I feel. That this crazy you know, you ass this to a major vocabulary. This crazy sometimes the only thing that will express how you feel is what we call an expletive. I mean, in other words, those are the words that are left out of proper speech. But ain't nothing proper about what happened. That girl got shot through the door by some crazy ass woman. I'm gonna join you on that. <laughs> who threw? Who threw? Three kids. Child, the mother. Who threw skates at the kids? Took the iPads at the. What the hell is wrong with people? And she's 58 years old, so she's just a few years older than me. I shame to say she is in my generation. She looked like she's about 50, 11 years old. That's how old she looks. She looks. She probably doesn't have a life or children either. I mean, it's just deplorable. How are you going to do that? And her nine year old AJ, God rest her soul amongst the ancestors. I hope she troubles this woman's mind to where she just loses it. Uh, torments her soul, conjure up all the the ancestors from Florida, come on and get this woman to make her, you know, just just fill her. You know what I'm trying to say. I just hope to God that, that there's a troubling in her soul because not only did this mother uh, now is no longer to be physically present with her children, but she shot her in front of a nine-year-old. God have mercy on the soul of this nation and its obsession with standing your damn ground. What you scared of and guns. It is so, it is so um, just a lot. Florida is a lot. And um, that peninsula, that's, that was the gateway. I do remember of Haitian migrant workers coming in from Haiti and doing that migratory pattern up to where I'm from, the Missouri boot hill. And then under the president that I think is not, wasn't the very nicest president that would be uh, uh, from Hope, Arkansas, that president, I won't say his name. Cause again, I don't want any defamation of character, but the one from Hope, Arkansas and people can um, at their own conjecture, close the borders to the Haiti uh, migratory workers who came and did the labor and and then shortly after the southeastern corridor was closed, because you know those are brown people, right? Real brown people, the Haitians, real brown people. Um, then from the southwest came the other group 
who had not as much melanin in their skin, but they certainly came and they set up root. And I only say this because I remember working, serving breakfast to the Haitian, uh, we called them watermelon pluckers because they would come seasonally and pluck the watermelons, pitch the watermelons, and, and they spoke French. And I remember practicing my French uh, and serving breakfast at the barbecue stand, uh, Alfred's Barbecue in my hometown, to, and to hear those stories, you know, and and here we are with Florida again. Um, this governor is is moving folks, shipping them from the state of Texas. They ain't even coming to Florida, but coming from the state, he got a private charter and and putting them on the plane and shipping them to New York and to California and to how in the world how the calculated satanic, demonic, see the bezable, devilish ways. I don't even know how deplorable, despicable ways a human. I mean, that's not even a human. That's an animatron. That's one of those AI kind of generate soulless, artificial intelligence, soulless, soulless. I would be so afraid that what go around, come around, and the seeds that you sow, nah. make it make sense, you Dr. Believe, you believe in something. These people don't believe in anything but themselves and their own power. And they use what you believe in to beguile you and to draw you into their devilment and to make uh, weak-minded people believe that they are the ones who should lead them. It's amazing when you stand on the sidelines and watch all of this crazy, as you say, demonic activity going on in the midst of us. And I'm sure these things happen in other parts of the world that we in America have been sheltered from a lot of things. But there's no cover on it now. Everything is on blast for everybody to see. And if you don't know about it, shame on you because you haven't been <laughs> tuning in, as they say. You know, I guess the thing for me is this whole revelatory moments that are that are right before our eyes and and for those of us who who know and who have always known and those that that would be us in the margins because in the margins you can look from the outside in on the periphery uh we we've always known that it wasn't the land of the free and the and the home of, of opportunity and and the pursuit of happiness because that was a lie that was told and didn't include uh, the native people. It, did, it certainly didn't include those who were enslaved for over 400 years, and it really didn't include white women. And so it all had to do with rich it, landowners. It, it did. And, and so, so what we couldn't see because, and I say we, that we of the United spaces, what we could not see was this fact that we ain't no better than the rest of the world, but we had created this, Hippocratic uh, hypocrisy identity 
that somehow we were exceptional. And and, and here's the thing that's also funny to me, because I got to say this real quick, because it is Pride Month. And, and the thing that, I, I, if you know history and you understand the wigs, you know, the wigs, the, the men who wore the wigs, they had on wigs. They were a drag. I mean, come on. They were the, the magistrates. The, the founding fathers were dressed in drag. And here we have this outright assault on, on those who are performing as drag queens and, and kings. And yet we could go back and look at Ben Franklin now and George Washington Nam, and they had that wasn't they had they had on wigs and they uh, and they had on lipstick and they had on pantyhose. Okay, so it's like what make that just as ludicrous again the level of hypocrisy that has been our lot, and and now folks are backpedaling with with these these rules of order and social mores to again uh, subjugate subjugate folks into a a system of of non-autonomy how you gonna make me enslaved to your rules of order and it's me it's just how you gonna tell me what i can't do and you ain't gave no life to me at all i want to say what is wrong with you you can't tell me what i can't do that makes no sense dr hayes does it and we believe it of grandeur they, you know, it's a lot of people that think they're a little bit greater than they really are. I can't imagine Donald Trump in an orange jumpsuit for 20 years. But he got orange skin, so. Well, at least he'll be. Magic. Coordinated. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I'm wondering what's going to happen with that hair. I don't know if they'll let him have hairspray. Mm-hmm. But uh, he should have thought about that when he took those papers. I mean, they said he had them stored <laughs> in a bathroom. A, a crock of, of mess to go to go up the river on papers. Yeah. He had them in his on bathroom, papers. Dr. Hayes. Toilet. It's not even money. You know, it's not even... <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, it, that's coming. Trust me. It's going to be some more. This is just the tip of the iceberg. It gets deeper. It, I'm sure it gets so much deeper. I, I, wanna, I, I just hope Connie Willis gets her day in court. That's all I'm waiting for. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. What what? Interesting. He may not even get He may not even make it to Georgia. <laughs> he might not. But that's supposed to be coming by next month, by July. Yeah. July, August, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have mercy on this nation because yeah. he's still. And, and this is what I had read earlier today is that immediately after the indictment came out last night, they launched the fundraising campaign. Of what course. a gimmick. And people are really believing. That is. And there's, there's, it's still working for them. That's, that's the amazing thing <laughs> that people haven't caught on. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. you know. He says he's innocent, and so they believe, of course, they have to believe everything he says. Otherwise, they have been among many, fool, biggest fool of all. Bamboozle, hoodwinked, and led astray. Yes, yes. Thank you, Malcolm X, for that truism that reigns even now.
been hoodwinked, bamboozled, and led astray. My God. And here's Dr. Hayes, and, and this is another thing that I want to bring up too, this level of the hypocrisy. The thing about the historically the Republican Party's platform has always been, you know, decentralized government, government not in in your business uh in, in such a way. Um, that that there is this level of of citizens' rights and responsibilities away from big government. So how does it work then if the states that are, are that are Republican led and even the the Republican leadership nationally are using platforms that take away individual rights of body autonomy? That is so it's like anybody seeing this is crazy as a contradiction. On the one hand, you want to have your gun rights, but on the other hand, you're taking away folks just being who they are. How? How? As a government, we can't do anything about the guns, but we can tell you about uh, um, uh, whatever that you need to do to align your body and your and your mind. How? Or abortion? What? We can't control the guns because that's in the amendment of the Constitution. But by golly, we can we can take your body and make laws that will cause you harm. That's hypocrisy, right? The government and I in my personal life. How is it different? And they really don't. You know, the thing of it is, they really don't care. They really don't care about any of this. It's all a political gimmick. To get the votes of crazy people, namely uh, white evangelicals. I'm sure there's some other folks sprinkled in there. Some of the black ones, too. It's primarily to get the evangelical uh, support because the Republicans have lost their standing and status among educated people. Oh boy! And so we suffer. We suffer for a for a political gimmick. It's just like they started the whole thing about abortion. They didn't. They didn't care about abortion until they needed a, a, an issue, a hook, you know, to get groups of people to vote along those social issue lines. And who suffers for all of this but the public? I can't imagine how we would allow politicians to take over doctors and to take over uh, medicine and to and to take over science. I mean, this is what they've been doing. And Donald Trump is chief among sinners. He defied science with COVID. Oh, my God. Pharmaceutical companies have taken hold of what kind of medicine or what kind of treatment you can take. No doctors are telling you that. They're telling the doctors what they can do for their patients. Mm -hmm. How crazy is that? Mm -hmm. And now they're telling doctors what kind of procedures they can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. Where's the health care in all of this? It's not about health care. Yeah, it's about money. It's about a 
political hook and about how they can get the contributions from these companies, like namely the pharmaceutical companies, to support their chicanery. It's, it's ridiculous. And I, we as the public, the voters, we stand by with our mouths hanging open, keep saying, I don't believe this. Well, we better start believing it because from all the signs I see, it is true. Yeah. And there we have walking in incredulity, eyes wide open, mouths wide open, ears listening. And every day there's something else that falls up out of the pit of hell. I'm not saying it falls out of the sky, but falls up from the pit of hell and is let loose on this earth. It's a light. Right. A light. <laughs> Rises like a gusher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it does, Dr. Hayes. Well, I guess we probably need to quit talking. So folks will listen to this because we, we and tune in to us. Part two is coming. We might have to have an interruption of your daily programming to have part two of this clatter chatter on things that matter. Give us a part in words, Dr. Hayes. Stay tuned. The story ain't over yet. It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.